Good morning, friends. Um, welcome back to the High Body Podcast, a super low tech, joyful space that we get to share together. And this um, visit is actually a very fun one. It's very early in the morning where I am, and I've just haven't been able to fall back asleep. And I was just feeling really called to share and connect a wonderful story that happened last night with a friend in my driveway. And um, it was just such a beautiful experience and I wanted to share that with you. So during this visit there is two stories, one involving an umbrella and the other involving the word disappointment. And it's been something that I've been doing recently, probably in the past month or so, but more apparent to me in the past couple weeks, where if there's something that I'm feeling you know, anxious around, um, perhaps agitated by, unsure about, conflicted with, um, in terms of communication or having a conversation or asking for something, I repeat this phrase to myself and it really helps me um, just kind of soften um, my own way of processing. And, and what the phrase is, is I am allowed to disappoint people. And for some magical reason, this permission grants me the executive functioning to reach out to people, to check in about something, to, you know, ask a question, deliver some news, and um, it's just this freedom that, like, I'm allowed to disappoint people, and very rarely does that happen as an outcome of these conversations, but there is some residue from the past, from childhood, and I think looking at the word disappointment in a now and then perspective and this occurred to me last night with my friend is um we were in my driveway and um sitting in their car and what came through was that like I was like why does this feel so empower empowering like this phrase and all of a sudden I feel like I have these like superhuman capabilities to <laughs> you know, do what I need to and to move through uncomfortable spaces and to like find agency and to kind of reclaim that space of like, okay, yeah, like I'm allowed to disappoint people and I get to do this thing or ask for this thing and and that's okay and I don't have to put it off and I don't have to worry about people's reactions because it's okay to disappoint people. And it dawned on us in their car that, um, it's the space that as in childhood we're often told that you know I know one of my worst um you know feelings is is having a parent or someone in your life that you love coach a teacher a friend say these words I'm very disappointed in you and I think there is this pause around that that's like oh, it just, it's kind of a gut-wrenching hurt to, to disappoint someone and you're like, oh my gosh, I've done the worst thing ever and and it could have been just like, you know, you didn't make your bed or do the dishes or you didn't study for the test or you didn't do your homework like you said you did or whatever it is um, in, in kind of those childhood, adolescent years and to have someone say, like, I'm disappointed in you can be internalized in a way that can be pretty hard and... I think that's what was so empowering about this flip we're like holy shit like we had this moment where we're like what I never realized perhaps that what was going on was in being empowered by the it's okay to disappoint people takes a liberation and a healing approach and a trauma-informed practice 
of care back into that cycle that at once was so hurtful and so like scary as a little person to um, come to that like you know I'm, I'm disappointed in you or I'm very disappointed in you or you disappointed me um, and to take that and to put the agency into like that's gonna happen it's gonna happen again doesn't mean it's a bad thing doesn't mean you're a bad thing it was just such a brilliant brilliant space of care and connection and I just wanted to share that with you if um, that helps you move through um, the permissions you need to approach conversations in your day at life and I just will leave you with the story um, that happened earlier that day um, to illustrate that that point and so Long story short, um, I live a car-free life, which means I love it, <laughs> um, but it means that I walk everywhere, I take the transit, I, um, you know, carpool with friends, get rides, and I also bike. Um, and so not having a car in the weather of the West Coast during the fall and winter months becomes a little more challenging just due to the weather. And so the other day, um, I had left an umbrella in my friend's car, and I was going to go out the next day, and I... I was like, where's my umbrella? Like, and I'm like looking under like sticky notes and random shit. I'm like, Taryn, an umbrella can't hide under a piece of paper. But I was like, where does, like, where do umbrellas go when they just aren't here? It was very funny. Um, in the hilariousness of that. And, uh, I was like, well, I really wanted to go out and be in a cafe and, um, see some friends at their home. And so I, um, I was like, well, I could walk to the nearest gas station, but it was pissing rain, folks. Like, it was just pouring. And I was like, well, I'm going to get soaked by the time I even get to a gas station. And so, you know, where is my next, you know, what's my next option? And I was like, well, I have neighbors who are lovely. Okay, I'll go to my neighbors. And I went to the neighbors on the left side of me first because they have kids. And I was like, well, kids often have umbrellas around or, you know, I just, there was more people in the family unit than my other neighbors. So I went there and um, they didn't have any because they were, the umbrellas are often in people's cars. And so, uh, and the spouse was out with one of the vehicles and so they didn't have that and so I was like okay like no problem and I walked over to my other neighbors who are this lovely sweetest couple um like grandparents just adorable humans and I just enjoy them so much and they're so yeah they're just such a delightful pair and uh beautiful neighbors and I was like hey like <laughs> this is my situation like can I borrow an umbrella like I will return it later but um I just need to kind of um run some errands today and um, and they're like, oh yeah, no problem. And they give me this umbrella and they were just delighted to do so. And I went about my merry way and I came back that evening, like hours later, and it was super stormy again at that point. Um, the wind hadn't picked up the first time I was out. Um, but when I went out again, um, coming back from, um, coming, returning to my home, it was very windy. It was really dark. And, um, <laughs> I was like almost home, like maybe two blocks from my house and the wind caught a gust and it went whoosh and the umbrella flipped inside out and I was like oh fuck and it broke the umbrella like the spoke got bent and I was like oh my god like my generous neighbors who lent me their umbrella and and I broke their umbrella and I got home and I realized it was a very exciting moment for me I realized two things one is that Taryn, like, you didn't break the umbrella. The umbrella 
broke. And so one, I think that permission to be like, you didn't deliberately do this. It was windy. It happens, you know? And the other thing was like, okay, like, what can I do in this moment? Um, and it was like, okay, well, um, I'll just, it was too late to return the umbrella in the evening, but I was like, okay, tomorrow I'll just go over and give them a $20 bill with their umbrella and say, look, I'm sorry, this happened and, and that's okay. And in that moment too, I was able to be like, you know what, Taryn, it's also okay to disappoint people. It's okay. And so the following day, I actually was very excited to return this umbrella and I get to practice a skill and I was like, okay, like it's okay to disappoint people. You have um, also considered that things cost money and so I wanted to be um, aware and, and open and generous to that. And then um, also just a space of gratitude. Like they lent me their umbrella and it was just like the sweetest thing and very neighborly and, and I, I loved it. It kept me dry and it meant a lot. And um, so before that I was like, oh, but what if I can also fix this? And so like I got like my hilarious like tweezers out like for my eyebrows and because the metal was so thin and tiny and I was like able to like rebend it back and I kind of MacGyvered it to work, which was super neat. But I also was like, mm, it's still not the condition that I was lent in. So I wanted to, um, yeah, just be respectful of that. And so on my way over in the morning, I said to myself, hmm, it's okay to disappoint people, Taryn. And it just kind of put this extra pep in my step instead of like the fear of what people are going to say or do. And it just gave me just almost a, a liberating courage and a joy to have this conversation. So I went over and I knocked on their door and I, um, I met my neighbor and I was like, hey, like, thank you so much for this umbrella. Um, but I have to let you know, like, it broke in the wind and I'm very sorry. And, you know, here's some money to replace it. And he was like, Taryn, like, you know, focus on things that actually matter worrying about. Like, it's just an umbrella. It's totally okay. It was from the dollar store. He's like, keep your money. Like, don't worry about it. And he's like, and anytime you need an umbrella, we have two other golf ones. Like, don't, you know, it's okay. And I think in that moment, it just reminded me so much about the beauty of connection and care and also being authentic and open and admitting to like when something happens, right? And not hiding it or not trying to pretend it didn't happen, but being really upfront and acknowledging like, yeah, it broke. <laughs> I think during my teenage years, I might have just, you know, tried to hide it off and, and not admit to it because I was scared of disappointing people. I was scared of upsetting people. I was scared of, of making people be upset with me. And um, so yeah, it was a beautiful, beautiful moment. And then it was so cute. He was like showing me all these really lovely photos of his grandkids from Halloween. It was telling me how he like drives them to school in the morning. And it was just a really beautiful connection. And it's just so lovely to see people love people in this world. It was just such a joy. And so with that smile on my face in the wee hours of the morning, I hope that you get to disappoint someone today. That you know that it's okay to disappoint someone today. And very rarely does that disappointment actually happen. But perhaps it's the permission we need to do things that feel hard for us. That feel challenging for us. Perhaps it's returning that dish from a restaurant that, you know, has a certain food in it that you actually didn't request. And it's okay to return it. Or perhaps it's something 
that, you know, isn't working in a relationship. And, and it's okay to say, you know, there's really no reason besides um, that this just isn't working for me. And that's a super valid, like, that's totally amazing and okay. And, you know, perhaps saying no to something, an invitation, um, a birthday, uh, a promotion, a new job, a, a different space of connection and and just letting people know that, you know, actually right now, like the rhythm of my life is really great and I don't need to add anything on. Like, you know, it's okay to disappoint people. It's okay to not say yes or to not show up for other people um, and to claim that space back for yourself. So my friends, I love you and I'm just smiling from the dark corners of my room and I'm so thankful for you. So thank you to my friends who are listening and sharing this and being just their wholesome hearted selves across the world. And I look forward to continuing to share these beautiful life moments that we get to connect through and with and from. As always, I will slowly hit the stop record button as slowly as I possibly can. And bye for now, bodies.